This is the Tinkered Thinking Podcast. One quick announcement. Tinkered Thinking has released its first book, The Lasilius Parables, Volume 1. As many will know, a short story is released every Sunday, and this book is an illustrated collection of the first 50 stories released on the podcast. An enormous amount of effort and love went into this project in order to bring it to life. If you want to check it out, go to tinkeredthinking.com slash bookstore. Episode 1050, A Lucilius Parable, Seraph's Sign. The flooded cleft of the nib closed as its pressure on the page lessened and lifted, leaving a perfect winnowed curve, a final seraph. Lucilius returned the pen to the ornate holder where his inkwell was enshrined in carved wood. He closed the metal cap to protect the ink and then looked over his work. The page was a perfection of design. He bent down close to the paper as he would while writing and looked at each and every letter. There were no mistakes. He sat until the page was dry, having long known the look of ink and its different stages on the page, knowing the bleed of this particular mixture, his own, in fact, perfected over the years of his apprenticeship. The sheen and shade settled and Lasilius picked up the document. He opened the heavy wooden door to his tiny room and left the quiet hall the footfalls of stone echoing lightly. He brought the page to the master's quarters, but the man was outside his own study, pacing, agitated. He did not notice Lasilius until he was but a step away with the sheet of paper proffered. The man glanced quickly at Lasilius's face, taking the paper, and for a moment the man's agitation was gone, his pacing cured. His eyes were enveloped in an old process, scanning the forms and shapes. But all too quickly, he handed the sheet back and started pacing again. Confused, Lasilius just waited, wondering. The man took a few more steps before seeing Lasilius unmoved. You have passed. You will receive your first batch of work tomorrow along with your first pay. Lasilius was overjoyed, having long awaited this moment. But something still didn't sit right with him. Perhaps it was the quick, cursory words, the fact that the long-awaited moment had none of the celebration and pomp that Lasilius had been led to expect and dream of, or perhaps it was simply that the man before him seemed so worried. Is everything okay? The man stopped, as though realizing again Lasilius had still not left. Johannes, the fiend, he's done it. Who? The man was silent a moment. An old friend, he said softly. What has he done? The man nodded toward his study, and Lasilius followed, walking into the luxurious room where on the desk there was a book. It was somehow different, Lasilius could see instantly, but for a moment he could not figure it out. He leaned into the open page, looking at the letters somehow strange, somehow inhuman. Lasilius's skilled eye could see none of the subtle marks of ink doubled up where seraphs branched, where letter limbs crossed and joined. Its perfection was deeply unsettling for Lasilius. Somehow it seemed to represent everything he had been striving for, and yet the result was ugly, horrid, and an offense. He turned to the master scribe who now stood at his side. What is this? Devil's work. Johannes has made his press. He thinks he will strip us of our pride, but this can never achieve what we do. 
Though the man spoke quietly, he was shaking with anger. A press? Lucilius asked. The man merely shook his head. And all at once it occurred to Lucilius, his sense of disgust fueled by so many years of work, so many pained hours of imperfection and striving to do what could now be done in an instant. He had known what that book meant the moment he'd seen it. What he'd taken for ugly repulsed him only because it made a joke of his life's work now culminated. He'd been wrong, but it was no matter, Lucilius knew. He smiled lightly, and the master scribe's brow furrowed in confused disgust. Months later, Lucilius squinted up at the bright sun. His pay had long run out, and the journey had been long, but he was pleased, grateful to live during such an exciting time. The cold air felt fresh in his lungs as he picked up his small pack to make the final trek into the new city. It was there, after much asking, that he finally found what he was looking for. When he entered, his eyes adjusted to fill with the sight of a contraption he'd never seen, as though collaged from so many things he'd seen built over the years, but this one, a machine being fed paper. Someone paused from the work to ask about him. I'm here to help with your press, Lucilius said, knowing he stood on the precipice of the future, knowing what torrent would soon flood the world by way of a new idea that had finally taken as its genius the spread of other ideas. This is the Tinkered Thinking Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you find the Tinkered Thinking Podcast valuable, there are many ways you can support it. You can review it on iTunes, you can share it on social media with your friends, you can blog about it or discuss it on your own podcast, or you can support it directly, and you can do this on the support page at tinkeredthinking.com. Both one-time support and monthly subscription support options are available. Thank you for your support of the show. It's listeners like you that make all of this possible. Any feedback or questions are always welcome, so feel free to reach out. And until tomorrow, remember to be careful 